Welcome one and all again to Unedited Portland here live in Portland at the Someday Lounge with my friends. Today we have my friend from Runaway Productions, manager of sorts, promoter of sorts, awesome guy of alls, Mr. Anthony Sanchez. I can also throw a pretty good pizza. (laughs) These are things, see, that's why we do the podcast, man. Open it up. Find I think out. everybody in Portland can throw a pretty good pizza, actually. R- right? Schmitza hired a lot of people. Hot Lips. Hot Lips, yeah. too, man. It's all... Dude, we should be called Pizza Land. Yeah. Actually, uh, I interviewed uh, Solobox, and uh, he goes... He pretended like I had hundreds of pizzas in the room, <laughs> and then we joked and said it's a pizza cast. So this is the second time I've kicked it off with a pizza reference. And that, of course, kicking it off in the background was Junior Reed, Boom Shakalak. But yeah, so Mr. Anthony Sanchez, it has been hard to pin you down these last couple of weeks, my friend. Uh, you are a busy soul. I've been busy, yeah, yeah. We just did... Uh, Music Fest Northwest went off the hook? Well, Music Fest went off the hook. Yeah, absolutely. It always does. And uh, I think uh, Trevor at Music Fest, Trevor Solomon, is doing an amazing job with that. But we did uh, the Northwest Hip Hop Fest um, that same weekend did three nights did like 40 groups a couple venues and yeah it was and good it was fun and uh a lot wh- of work. what's been your favorite part working with the kind of burgeoning slash always existed uh hip-hop scene here in portland um what's my favorite part like how did that how did like what was your favorite part of it this year like uh was there any bands that stood out any hip-hop oh groups yeah that yeah i mean this year was like um this is our second year of doing this festival um and uh absolutely excited about doing it next year now um, because this year just went off so, so nice. Um, but um, so uh, in this hip hop festival, um, is it all Portland acts or is no, it? No, no, no. This year we tried to. Um, and the first year we did it, it just kind of came together. It just kind of fell together. I mean, it took a lot of work, and we asked a million bands or artists to be a part of it. But, um, but we went for a very local kind of thing. And even though, uh, so this year. Um, we want to represent Northwest, so we had we tried to find the best artists in a in a bunch of regions in the Northwest. So we had people from Ashland, from Bend, from Eugene, from Seattle, from Bellingham, and nice. then combined them with Portland acts. Nice, you know? yeah, yeah. It was good. It was, I, and and that was great. It was not only using those artists from out of town, but we also really focused on trying to introduce a bunch of newer, younger groups coming up nice. and combine them with veterans, which worked out wonderfully. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a little background on uh, on kind of what you do. But before we get to that, let me set the, the podcasters up with who sure. you are. And uh, my, my common first question is always, are you, Anthony Sanchez, originally from Portland? I am not. Um, I am not. Where do you hail from? Probably most of your guests. True. Um, It's about 60-40 at this point, but yeah. Um, I'm originally from just outside of Chicago, a town called Aurora. Um, 
Really? Yeah, you know, Wayne's World style. Okay, nice, nice. Uh, So that's originally where I was born. Then we moved actually into Chicago. And then, uh, and then I don't know, at about six, ages six, we moved to Portland for about two weeks. But my grandmother lived in McMinnville, Oregon. Oh, right. So eventually ended up in, Did I went from Chicago aliens? to McMinnville. Because um, <laughs> isn't that where that hotel yeah, yeah, is? Yeah, absolutely. It's the awesome. UFO festival? I, that's, I love, that's the only reason I love being from, <laughs> kind of being from McMinnville. Um, is the UFO connection. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. That's kind of tight. This, uh, this friend of mine who um, likes to, partake in some smoking action of course has driven me out there a million times to where the actual <coughs> sighting was and he's right like, that's where it happened because there's a you photo know? yeah there's so, a, you, can, yeah, so yeah. you can see it's the, like, the yeah. tree line still the same yeah, basically it's just outside yeah it's just above this little um barn or whatever yeah it was just this hill i don't think there's even a barn there anymore but yeah he's like that's where it happened every <laughs> single he's like every time <laughs> i come into mcminnville he's like you want to go for a drive? I'm like, no. No, I know where there, we're dude. going. <laughs> yeah. You have an iPhone picture already. Exactly. That's awesome, man. Uh, so yeah. so Chicago or McMinnville by way of Chicago. Yeah, yeah, from um, Chicago to McMinnville to a million other places. I lived in Oklahoma. I lived in Texas. I lived in Florida for a minute. Wow. Um, and But, but uh, Portland so or just around Portland has always been the home base since I was about six. Right. Yeah. Do you uh, do you still have any connection back in Chicago? Like, do you if you go back there, do you, do you have family or? Do I, you I do have a little bit of family out there. Um, I don't have a lot of. Uh, um, still, well, let's just say I went to Chicago for about a week and a half, a couple years ago, and I pretty much did that solo. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah. really visit anybody. Right. So. I mean, it's a great town. Oh, I mean, I love it. It's amazing. I yeah. love Chicago, yeah. Um, I've spent a little time in Boston, a little time in uh, New York, or I haven't actually been to New York, excuse me, a little time in Boston, and uh, and I, uh, I've i been through Chicago, and uh, and I was like, oh, these cities are really cool out here on the east because they're so compact big. Yeah. You know, like the biggest city we have in the northwest, Seattle, and it's kind of spread out big. It's got all that yeah, entire sure. Puget yeah, yeah. Sound to kind of yeah. curl around, and those places, they, they really just stick to one landmass and yeah there's a lot of chicago that actually um i mean it's completely different but at the same time there's a lot of weird similarities between um portland and chicago you know whether it be the water running through it a lot of bridges and and it's kind of weird like for and and i've only really been in and around downtown chicago and i was kind of impressed by how clean it was actually you know like um and I'm sure there's probably, you know, people from Chicago listening or that are going to listen and going to be like, whatever, dude. Yeah, that right. <laughs> town is a shithole. But uh, but no, it's it's I like uh, it's a beautiful city. It's it, it reminds me of Portland in a lot of ways, just on a much bigger scale. They uh, they color the river every year there. Right. Is that where they color? it? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, St. Paddy's St. Paddy's Day. They color it green. Oh, that's number two podcast where I didn't turn the phone off. So. We should have right. answered it. I know, I know. That would have been awesome, right? Yeah. Hey, what's up? Yo. Maybe next time. Yeah. I'm going to work that in eventually. <laughs> People are going to laugh at my ringtone because twice now they understand what it is. All right. Well, I like, okay, so I like talking about Chicago, but this is definitely unedited Portland, not unedited Chicago. So you, you moved around. You went to McMinnville. Uh, at what point were you kind of solidified here? Um, I mean, like, did you go to high school out here or? No, I actually never went to school out here. We moved out here for a few weeks, and I think it was like when we very first moved out here, and it was like in the summertime. Um, I've always lived in and around Portland, but never directly in. Um, but I'd say... Um, so where, d- where did I've you go to high school at? I went to school... <laughs> I went to school... 
a few different places. Um, I'm going to totally turn that off here. Sorry, guys. Nice. Though. <laughs> okay, next. I thought I said something wrong or something. No, I know, man. You're good. You're good. Uh, so, yeah, um, I thought like a clown was going to come out and <laughs> sweep me off the I'm, stage. I'm, I'm putting it in airplane mode. That's happening. Okay, done. Um, okay, so uh, what? So I'll yeah, yeah. So so I don't know, but I, I'd say officially, I probably came out here when I was like, honestly, like probably a f- full time, like twenty years old. I mean, I was coming out every weekend. I was coming to watch shows. I'm here all the time. I had a bunch of friends here, but I think I officially moved out. I mean, into Portland, which was like two blocks from like PSU. Like probably when I was about twenty years old, okay, which, uh, which is a few years ago. Yeah, yeah now it's been <laughs> it's been a little minute now. Yeah. So uh, once you once you made Portland your roots, uh, what what got you into the music industry or in the promotion well, side? Well, I was actually already doing it. That's kind of what brought me here. Um, I kind of I don't know. Like in you know growing up in high school and going through. I was always the one that like threw the parties and was like, "Hey, let's have a '70s party <laughs> or whatever," you know. Like, right. I was always like, my parents were the always the ones that either didn't give a shit or like let us do it or bailed out of town for the weekend, so we threw a party. And we'd al- and I was always trying to come up with a theme or get bands to play or whatever. And I had a ton of friends in and around um, like that Yamhill County area that were playing music or doing hip-hop or whatever so i was always the one encouraging them to try to get out and do it more and stuff and like um and then we just threw this like um this this one big party it was kind of funny it kind of became like this uh footloose episode uh where we rented this Grange Hall and we threw like eight bands and this whole party and the city got mad at us for you know like whatever we were doing and uh but anyways um it went really well and i worked at like this place in McMinnville called Third Street Pizza Company, which is a lot like a McMinniman's. They do movies and whatever, right. um, beer, pizza and stuff. <clears throat> so m- my boss there was like, hey, you guys had 200 people there. You should do this at our place. And I was like, sure. So then we just started doing it like every couple weekends. And like they were just going really well. Right. And then bands from Portland started hearing about what we were doing. And then I started working with a bunch of bands from Portland coming through McMinnville. And uh, and after after a little while, I realized, holy shit, you can actually do this as a job and make a living at it. You yeah. know, and figured out that I this is what I wanted to do, and so moved up to Portland pretty quickly after that. And I was already doing shows in Portland too, mostly at like smaller punk rock places, Ash Street Saloon, and wherever right. else, but just smaller spots. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, here I, I don't know, like. Uh, <sighs> Now you're uh, many years later. I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into? It's tough. It's hard work, <laughs> and I, I think everyone thinks of it as like promotion as a party. Like I have, uh, I had Lee Feldman on here, and his little company's called Life Is a Party, and it's based on the idea that everyone that goes to the show thinks it's a party, but for him, it can be a headache. You know, oh, yeah, it's it's sure. and for you, you know, it's it's work. You yeah. know, it's it's putting it together. It's making it sound good. It's making sure all the media hype is out there. Everyone's aware sure. you know and if anything goes wrong even if it's not your fault or anything you had to do with you feel it because you want the show to go off amazing Absolutely. that's a promoter's yeah. dream is everyone pats them on the back at the end of the show and says good job you know you know that's uh, that's like hopefully right um yeah and sometimes it's surprising and sometimes it's disappointing yeah, yeah. i think the o- about the only people that give pats on the back to the promoter 
are other promoters who get what happened that night. Other than that, I'm just another schmuck in the crowd, you know, right. which is fine. I'm totally that. I, that's why I do it. You know, I, I don't do it, you know, but uh, you love the music, but I you're not a mu- musician. Yeah. And I don't want to be on stage and I don't want to be the host and I don't want to hold a mic like this is like this right here. I've got a face for radio. So this is perfect. <laughs> you know? uh, but no, I don't. I don't. Oh, I'll pick through the pictures nicely to get a, get a nice <laughs> Sweet, little display good. shot for this. Sweet. Um, but uh, um, but yeah, yeah so I'd, I'd rather just like play the background. But people have, I mean, it's awesome. Like you know, like when I get to sit down with an artist, a manager, whoever, and they don't really get what goes into actually putting on one event. And when you lay it all down in front of them, and watching their like face change throughout that conversation right. of being like, you know, really happy and excited to holy crap, you know, like because a musician thinks I show up, I plug in. You know, I play my songs and everything goes great. Mm-hmm. But you had to hire the sound guy, you know, or make sure a sound guy was hired. And you have to make sure that there's a door guy there to check IDs and, you know, check tickets and all these things that venues take care of. But as a promoter, you're also checking it off your list, you yeah, know. Absolutely. And I think uh, that's why I think uh, a handful of venues like to work with me because I try to take some of those responsibilities away from them and off of them, and they know I'm going to hopefully bring them some quality music and 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 a, their uh, the peep their patrons a, a good time. So yeah, you know. And so uh, doing that now, I mean, that's that's what got you here to Portland. So we can kind of shift it towards the second half of this, which is Portland, the city. And I like to bring the city in as a character in this podcast. So it's you, me, and the city of Portland, basically. I love that. Yeah. And so um, how has how the city impacted you? What is it specific? Because what you do, you could do anywhere. You have the skill set. You could book shows in L.A. You could book shows in New York if you wanted. You just have to meet the right people. What is it about Portland that sets it apart? What What do you like about this city? Um, Tough question. It's it's a it's a loaded question, right? I don't know. It's a it's a big question. I I, I mean, there's a million things I love. You know, I I love the. I love that it's a small city, but it's still a city. Right. I love that. Uh, I love everything that we have going on in the city. There's which is a million different things, which I uh, you know you can get anything you want in the city, musically or. <laughs> Or drugs, um, but <laughs> you can get you know it's this this city this city is crazy. I don't encourage drugs at no, all. No, Let me make great. that very clear. It's but a, it's a comedy podcast. I yes, like it. I'm trying. Um, <laughs> so, but but this city is just like it's so open. Yeah, wealthy <laughs> with so much you know um, artistic. It's just there's so much out there. It's a beautiful thing, and that's what I love about this this city. You know, you can go from block to block, and it's different. You know, you can go. There's so many different neighborhoods. There's so much. You know, and then overall, there's this really um, still this really hungry vibe. This really this energy that people want to see Portland succeed and do. You know, they don't want it to lose its originality, but they want to see it on a bigger (laughs) level. Which you know. And uh, I know that some uh, comedians are, are blowing up right now Absolutely. and have moved to L.A. And then a couple are, are sticking around. And Comedy Central just filmed a special last night at the Helium. Yeah. And it's going to be like a three-part special that they're going to film all these different cities. And we, we were picked. That's Seattle great. actually great. wasn't picked. We oh, really? were picked. Nice. Yeah, because they wanted com- comedians that weren't already headlining. They yeah. wanted comedians that are just open mic slash doing shows but not – Big time shows, and in Seattle is a miniature LA sometimes 
You know, there's guys up there making millions of dollars. Sure. Doing music, doing comedy, yeah. you know, writing, mostly writing on the comedy uh-huh. end up there. But they are. They're making money. Yeah. And down here, we're, we're not quite. Yeah, yeah. But we're still talented, like what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, it's yeah. these wealth of talent that we have down here and of creativity. And I, I love the comedy scene here in Portland. Like, it's so, it's, I, I, you know, there's weird ways that you can compare it to the hip-hop scene. That there's so many different amazing and, uh, people out there doing it and they're doing it not because you know because of the money or because of sh- these big shows that get put on it's because they have to and they want to and it's who it's what right. they want to of course they're trying to strive to I, be that i heard next before there was helium you uh you booked mr doug benson a couple of times oh yeah we booked doug benson we booked uh um yeah we booked i booked a bunch of comedy acts and it's and i'm lucky i get to work i also work for a uh, square peg concerts who i'm working for this evening um, but, uh, yeah, he books a lot of comedians and we've done a bunch of, uh, um, so I get to constantly, you know, still get to be around that. And I love that, but definitely, I mean, I also used to like help, um, do some booking and, um, booked a lot of the famous mysterious actor shows, um, which was a big thing out here a couple years ago. And it was this nice comedy troupe that killed it for a few years. Um, so I got to learn a lot about like putting on like they were doing their show bi-weekly for a little while so it was really fun to like and it was a whole production it was a lot of skits it was based around one idea but um but all the people that worked with them and just learning so it kind of sounds like the ucb or the upright citizens brigade of portland something like that yeah Yeah. it was a pretty cool thing it was like these two groups that um um that i knew these two different troops and 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 i wanted to see them both and I wanted to introduce them to both, so I booked them on the same show so <laughs> that they would all get to know each other. And it was awesome because it was like it was made in heaven. After that, um, they they came back the next month and they did a show together, like fully together. Clinched, like and knowing and that yeah, they were going to work And together. one of the skits they did was called the famous mis- the 10-minute talk show with the famous Mysterious Actor Show. And a ton of Portland people know about this. We ran on cable access, and every show was packed every time we did it. Um, they were all, um, they're always on the uh, big comedy festival here in Portland and stuff. But um, uh, it w- just worked out so well. Like the very first time we did the ten minute talk show with uh, the famous mysterious actor, people loved it. It was the one everybody went for. So like the next week, we were like, well, maybe next week it'll be the fifteen minute talk show. You right. Know? And all our guests were fake <laughs> and everything like that and blah blah blah. It was like this big fake talk show. Nice. Um, and then and then the next week it was like, well, let's do twenty minutes. And instead of having fake guests. Let's ask some real guests. Let's ask Trey Shannon from Voodoo Donuts or whoever. Right. You know, yeah. and that's what we did. I love I'm that like, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran into that guy yesterday. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, but it was a beautiful thing, and it became big. And the the troop like blew up, and like some of those guys moved on to other things and bigger things. And um, but uh, but back to the it's the comedy scene here in Portland and the Northwest is amazing. And I think, like I said, I think a lot of comedians do it, and that stick in Portland, like you said, or whatever. Yeah. Do it on the same love that hip-hop artists in Portland do it because they love the city, they like where they're from, and they want to be the ones to claim that, hey, I helped this city yeah. make it to that next if step. And I remember, like, like um, back in the day, like, um, Boston, that was that city to, like, Chicago or whatever, you know, right. in the comedy scene or whatever, yeah. that they were trying to struggle to come up or whatever. Yeah, but and, yeah. and it, it is, uh, we had Chuck Fredrickson on, and he said that. He goes, you know, a, a lot of my friends are going to move to L.A., and yeah, maybe one day I could do that. But he goes, I want to know that I made it here first. And he's like, I want to know that I owned this city as best I could before I leave. And so he's not saying specifically he will own it. 
He's saying if I own a city yeah. at any point, it's gonna start with Portland. And sure. and I, I it's I, a difficult thing, you know. It is. But I admire the guy for fuck, for saying yeah, that. Yeah, and he's sure. he's yeah. OG. He's from the Oak Grove. That's why he's Oak Grove. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, well, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, um, so you so you've worked with comedy. You've worked with hip hop. Um, you work with all these genres. Is is there any musical genre you won't work with? Like, uh, are you just about? I'm the sure ar- there's plenty of them. Um, <laughs> like, is is it just about? So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, honestly, even if it was a genre of music, I mean, even if it was an, I mean, I can't really hate a whole music scene, you know, or right. whatever, you know. I mean, it's about what you, what you're putting out and how you're representing it or whatever. So, so it's, it's, it's like easier for you to do something that you. I mean, I've, let's say, let's say, I've, yeah, yeah, I've worked with whether it be rock or hip hop or R and B, soul, even reggae groups that I'm like, I may not be feeling the most myself personally, right? But I really um, appreciate their drive. I really musically what they're trying to do maybe i see some sort of like you know in maybe in a couple years these guys are really going to be on point or something right but but overall i see their passion for it and that they want to succeed and i see them trying a lot harder than i may see the next person trying even though they may have more talent Talent. and i'd rather you know and honestly like yeah that guy with talent great awesome beautiful thing there's another guy with a lot of talent but this guy that's got the drive that's got the energy that's really trying hard to right be Portland's next guy. Like, I think ah. I think I hear that. Like, also in acting, you'll see people that you know they they don't get big roles, but they're in a hundred movies. You know, and then you hear about these divas or like dudes that are even divas in acting, where it's like they're in their trailer all day and they got one scene and they're complaining yeah. and they're making ten million. And you've got people on the set making five hundred dollars or whatever that minimum is. You know, right yeah, now, yeah, sure. And uh, and they're excited. And they're going to put it on their bill and they're going to keep working and they're going to keep paying their rent and they're never going to get a headlining role or a main role, but they don't care because they love the act or the the art that they're doing. And to see these other people succeed and be talented, they appreciate because once in a while, these people like, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know a specific, like, I don't want to throw any names under the bus, but it exists and I know it exists. And I love, I think it exists too, where it's like, um, occasionally, um, an artist that, asks for a little too much, or, or the, or the, or just the opposite. That that one guy that's been, you know, doing what he's supposed to do, be doing, working hard. All of a sudden, his break happens, and you know he and it and he continues to succeed, and he becomes that you know, big next guy or or, or somebody that's landing big roles, and that's that's amazing. You know, that's that's right. why that's the artist I want to help. Right. You know, to see that big break. Because they're going to have a, yeah. be- they may forget, yeah, but yeah. they're going to have a better chance to remember yeah, yeah. what am, it was yeah, like. Yeah. And I've worked, you know, I've worked with a bunch of groups that ended up blowing up pretty big and stuff, you know, and I don't ever, I'm some small guy on the way up for them that I can help them out a little bit, you know, or whatever, you know, yeah. I was never really their great friends or anything. I I do a, end of it you know i'd do a job for them or whatever but to watch them blow up is a cool thing because i know maybe when i was working with them where they came from what they were about and how they were trying to get there so it's nice to feel like you're even a small piece of that you know right and that's kind of where i'm at with this whole thing like uh you know my uh, client christopher neil young and that i'm his manager you know that young man and uh and we've been working hard and here's a talented guy he's a hard worker um you know he's He's got to put a few other pieces together, and he knows it. He'll be the first to admit any of his faults, which is one of the reasons I've still worked with him. 
and uh, and I I appreciate him, and I'm not looking for that end of the road payout. Like I don't work with him because one day he's gonna make a million dollar record. I'm gonna get ten percent of that. Sweet. No, it's it's what it is. Is here's a guy who feels like he's making a million dollar record every record, mm-hmm. and he's gonna try that hard. Yeah. And that's and and for that reason uh, alone, you know. Um, I like working with Christopher. You know, I like working with you. I like working with, you know, those guys who have that drive and that energy. And some have it more than others. And Chris is one of those guys. Like, you yeah. know, I could see Chris succeeding because he'll never say no. He'll just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not even going to be people like you or people like me, maybe, that make the difference or that will stop him. Mm-hmm. It's going to be him and where he decides to go. And I think that's kind of where people like him and people like that – they have to come to find out. And I think it's what I'm kind of struggling with, with, with school and with working in a bar and having this podcast that, you know, 200 people download a week, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> nice, nice. you know, every week, uh, yeah, though. Yeah. So, you yeah, know, yeah, it's 800 it. a month. Yeah. Like, let's do this. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I feel, though, I give a shit enough that eventually something's going to happen for me. And if it doesn't even at least I kept looking at that carrot like I was going to sure. get to it. Yeah, no. I was going to reach that carrot. I mean, it's like, you know, you can look at it a couple different ways. It's like, yeah, hopefully some sort of big break happens or something happens or whatever, you know, some job is offered to you or some situation. Beautiful. That's what we're all striving for. But the fact that we get to do this at all and survive and be like, you know, like <clears throat> I don't make a bunch of money, but I hopefully take well enough care of my son you know i i take care of myself i get by i'm paying paying my rent most of the time um (laughs) so uh you know i think that's that alone is like i think people are always looking for that 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 rainbow and that gold you know and it's like and that's great but i don't think you know sometimes it always comes down to that phrase it's the journey yeah, today's rock star is something different than it was 15, 25 years ago. It's oh like, yeah. you know, so it's or or whatever you're doing, like make your spot, do what you do and do that the best you can. And hopefully something comes from that, but like, yeah. you know, I think the more you start worrying <clears throat> about hitting that next level, then you're fucked. Yeah, and and I think that ties in with kind of this whole other overarching theme that I have in this podcast and in my mind, which is community. And I think community strives to bring together successful people, less than successful people, minority, majority, and, and shows the humanity in it all and says, let's support each other. Absolutely. You know? yeah. And I think as we drive towards a higher community, For sure. we will find more success. Yeah, yeah. Be- uh, you know. I, I agree with that 1,000%. Like, I mean, um, I... Um, you know, I think uh, with Runway Productions, um, I mean, even the whole name is kind of based on, like, running away from bullshit and going towards the good, you know? Like, r- you know, finding yourself. If you don't like where you're at, then go to something good, you know? Right. A- and, uh, and nobody else is going to do that for you, you know? I mean, I've been, like I said, you know, since I was a kid, you know, n- no one was going to bring me that party i wanted to go to so i had to throw it myself or do it myself you know so um and and it just continues it's like um um if you you know if if that's what you want go get it you know and i've been lucky enough enough times where i'm like i've uh you know i get by and it's not like i'm it's not like you know i'm just another local guy you know 
right. try, trying to help out the Portland music scene. But overall, like Runaway Productions, um, that's what it stands for. It's it's absolutely about like the thing I'm most proud about is like when I look back right now, I can I can stop right now and know that I affected in some small way what's happened musically, arts wise in here in Portland in the Northwest like uh, that I really had some small part of that because I put I mean I don't I mean I don't even know the number of shows. shows yeah I mean in in you know in a in a month you know in a slow month I probably put on 10 shows in a big month I could put on 20 shows in a in in a year I don't I don't even know like booking a club when you're booking yeah. every single night or five to six nights a week plus other things that I'm trying to do around town or I also do management publicity I also do get involved with events and stuff so like to really know that like I got to put my um, my energy into a certain night or show or party you know and, and really try to guide it towards what I feel like Portland should have you know right and without doing it with like thinking about money or thinking about like trying to blow some artist up like right. the overall idea and pushing our scene and it's great because i i didn't i didn't i learned I, that's the way i am but i also got to learn it from a lot of veterans out there you know that have taught me whether they be musicians or managers or artists or you know other like, promoters yeah, yeah or for what? sure yeah somebody yeah. like as crazy as trace shannon loves to be you know but you know, I learned a lot from that guy of taking care of my city, you know, and really yeah. trying to represent it. And I love it. You know, I love being from the Northwest and trying to um, make sure we're represented in the best light possible. You know? Awesome, dude. Well, you with Flying Colors made it through the two parts that are intricate into this episode, my friend. And you have finally the fastest growing in popularity game in America, Questions with Mikkel. At your disposal right now, my friend, I have three questions, followed by plugs, followed by an arbitrary question. Are you ready? No, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> exactly. At least I'm buying beers. Sweating. Okay, here we go. I got lemonade. <laughs> True story. Um, Mr. Anthony Sanchez of Runaway Productions, can you name for me, outside of the Blazers, two current... Or former sports franchises in Portland. Former to former or current sports franchises outside of the Portland Trailblazers. There's probably like fifteen. The Winter Hawks. That's one. The um, why am I? Uh, what's the so- the so- what's the soccer team's name? Uh, the uh, the uh, there's really fifteen. You think? Oh, there's a bunch. I could I'd name them, but I will only name them after you get it. This. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's what's that? The, uh, they the um, they work green. They have a guy named Joey who cuts logs. He does. That's his. He's the mascot. I think that's Friends. I think you're thinking of Friends. <laughs> okay. Um, no. Okay. So then the uh, what the hell? The Timbers. The there you timbers. go. There yeah, you like go. Why am I? Um, <clears throat> Other ones I can. I've name. only been to one Timbers game, and it was probably the funnest thing I've ever done. In Dude, it's, it's pretty epic. <laughs> yeah. I go. I've gone to. 
I don't even know, probably 50. But I've gone to – I went to 11 last year. Wow. And they're awesome. inaugural I season. Mean, yeah. And I've gone to 10 this year so nice. far. I got to do it. Yeah, I got I to start hitting it up. Uh, I'm creating a, a thing called the 102 section. We sit in section 102. Sweet. And we're the uh, – because everyone uses kind of an army theme because uh -huh. the Timbers Army. Yeah. So uh, we're the 102 demolition squad. Okay. And what we do is blow up corners. <laughs> so when other teams go to take corner kicks right next to us, we blow that shit up. I'm all about blowing shit up. And then if we, if we score a goal – we're also the ones that light the smoke bomb. Sweet. Hey yo, yeah. So demolition squad. All right, it's probably you got the affordable section too. So I'm down. <laughs> it's, it is the it is general admission. Um, all right, so you got first question right. That is correct. Um, other other franchises would be uh, we had our short-lived uh, lacrosse team called the Lumberjacks. Oh, the Lumberjacks. Uh, we so had the single-A baseball team called the Portland Rockies. We had our double-A uh, and triple-A baseball team called the Portland Beavers. Of course, yes. And um, we had. Oh, shit. I, I think there was the Portland Breakers at one point. I think a USFL team came here for a while. So they were a football team, the Portland Breakers. So, uh, yeah, there so you go. Didn't we have that NWA team out here, too? I think they were called, like, um, <laughs> the Skeeter Buckets or something like that. <laughs> and the famous Skeeter Buckets. Yeah. Those I, were I loved when Howard Cosell called that <laughs> early Skeeter Buckets yeah. game. That was, like, How that Cosell was the first hit. season of WNBA. Welcome to the Skeeter the Buckets. Buckets. All right. That was a poor Howard Cosell. Why did I even do that? All right. Well, question one is correct. So we're moving on to question two. These do get higher in difficulty as we go. Great. Um, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of bars in downtown that enjoy karaoke. Could you name for me two bars in downtown that at some night have a karaoke night? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I can. Um, but it's like. I'm not really sure. Uh, well, there's Dante's, obviously, with uh, Karaoke from Hell. Trey Shannon. Again, another Pretty shout out to Trey Shannon. Don't mean to be doing that because he gets enough <laughs> publicity. Um, <laughs> True story. And, um, so I think um, Karaoke. Um, doesn't. Well, I, I'm thinking of a couple places, but I'm not really sure. Does the gr doesn't the Grand Cafe, don't they do one? And All then right, I was going to say the... Okay, that works. I'll let yeah, you do the, the boiler grand. room. Doesn't the boiler room's the one. That's yeah, yeah. the one. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that's yeah. That seven was the one I was going to say. That's seven days a week. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. The that's the All one right. I was going to do first. All but right, dog. Dude, you are killing it, man. For someone that was worried about this whole endeavor, i got to make this third one kind of tricky here. Great. All right. Can you name for me all four colors of the Max line? Go. Blue, yellow, green, and red. Done, man. Holy shit. doing Shit. All right, man. That one goes that, out to Lisa. <laughs> that's good, man. All right, so any any plugs you got that you want to uh, fulfill the audience with? Um, like, what do you got going on tonight? What did you say? Tonight you're we're doing uh, Zepparella, the all-female Led Zeppelin tribute act um, right on. out of San Francisco. Yeah, they're amazing. They usually pack Adantes, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have this up in about a half hour, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet, nice, so... Yeah. Um, all 200 of you come out to that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> anything anything on the forefront beyond that? Um, like you got yeah, anything yeah. there's a, a bunch of stuff. Um, we're doing – I'm trying to wrap up the show with uh, the Far Side, uh, Latirics, which is Lyrics Born, and Latif, and Gift the Gab in nice. October. Um, and then – is there? A, do you have a website that most of your stuff comes to, or is I it just, just depending on the right venues? Right now, go to – Facebook.com forward slash runaway productions. Okay. That's probably the best 
today. That's fair um, enough. That's yeah. fair enough. A lot of these people have Facebook. Yeah, for that. sure. Or or you can uh, dbmonkey.com forward slash Runaway Productions and get a full calendar of all of our all upcoming right. shows. Um, but yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff in the works. So nice. Yeah. Well, uh, I got to promote a Christopher Neil Young event. He's playing this Tuesday here at the Sunday Lounge. Here being that we are currently here. Um, at 11 p.m. I think doors open at like 8. There's a bunch of other people playing. It's a singer-songwriter showcase for free. And I'm also going to promote um, the Sorry Devils. If you uh, get a chance, you should definitely give them a listen at soundcloud.com slash the Sorry Devils. I was going to book Rick today, but I got you instead, previous, because I called you first. Sure. And I was like, hey, Rick, I, got, I already got Anthony, and I was supposed to talk to you about Rick anyway, so... It was Rick uh, is in the Sorry Devils. He's is what in, I'm and he's he's also a bartender at Momo. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a he's a really good guy and a good bartender. Sweet. So, all right, my friend, we have came to the point. I better get my musical interlude ready now that my phone's on freaking airplane mode. All right. So, what <laughs> is the greatest holiday to celebrate in Portland, Oregon? Mr. Anthony Sanchez. Well, well I mean, <coughs> depends on what um, ethnicity you are, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, 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 you know, probably the biggest events in Portland as far as holiday kind of stuff is probably, I would say, like, uh, what, um, St. Patty's Day or Cinco de Mayo. But neither of those are mine. Um, <sighs> Halloween. You son of a bitch! Halloween is mine, you know. Holy that's, shit! That's where I'd go. Holy shit, dog! Really? You've got you. You're the first one to get this shit right. I seriously was in my mind. I was saying as soon as I said it, I'm like, "Fuck, he's gonna." And then as soon as you said St. Patty's Day, I was like, "Winner, you fucking got it right, dude." Wait, did, uh, you said I was right when I said St. Patty's Day, or I was wrong when I said? Well, it? you said three. Yeah, yeah. I said those which, are which, which was which average, was well played, well the played. Average person. Yeah, but yeah. Mine is absolutely your answer. Every you, single you, time is Halloween. You you finished with your final answer being Halloween. I don't even know how to fucking finish this podcast, dude. Because that's my my whole ending is always I'm sorry, <laughs> you're incorrect. The <laughs> answer is is Halloween. I don't another beer and lemonade. <laughs> exactly. All right, man. Um, shit. I'm just playing the music. Good night. Good night. Thanks, everybody.